Hello, 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 hello. We're here for another episode of the Dare Show podcast. Let's talk. Happy birthday, Madonna. Madonna and my mother are the same age. Madonna, Michael Jackson, Prince, and my mother are all the same age. You know how I realized when my mother was 50? <clears throat> was when Michael Jackson turned 50. And they made a big deal about it. Um, 64. Happy birthday, Madonna. So I just want to round off quickly my top eight favorite Madonna songs. Are these in order? Okay, they're not in order. Okay, I'll give it to you from eight to one. Because I was like, (sighs) let me just do it. Eight is nobody knows me i love that song i feel like that was the first madonna song i kind of like connected to um and it just it's like speaking facts or just like that prince song um the beautiful ones how he's like that one line and it just makes that song so relevant and so timeless and so true um the beautiful ones hurt you every time that is so true. And then, like, parts of the song, um, no one tries to... Okay, I can't even go for it. But just parts of that song, I, it's so true, like, don't put your shit on me or something like... No, no, that's human nature. Anyways, go listen to Nobody Knows Me. I like the, um, the interlude one. I think it's from the MDNA tour. I like that. I don't particularly like the album version, but I'll listen to the album version. And then there's the other version that she sings. No, no, no. That's not MDA. No, she does. I think she does it on both. MDNA and uh, Candy Sticky and Sweet. Sticky and Sweet. Anyways, number nine. Number seven. (laughs) True Blue. It's the True Blue live version. It's such a beautiful, like, the way she, like, breaks it down, and she's, it's kind of like a ballad. It, it's just so beautiful. Your true love. No one can. Because I'm going to be true blue, baby. I love you. I love you. And she's up playing the ukulele. Oh, this is a live version from Rebel Heart Tour. Beautiful. Beautiful. Number seven. Oh, six. What? Oh, Lord. I think it's number six. Um, Is Bye a long, long time ago. I, it was like the song of the week. I don't even have a song of the week, by the way. It was a song of the week, a song of the week um, earlier this year, because I became really obsessed with that song. Or maybe it was last year, and I just like I love her version of it. It's like she's nasally, it's groovy, it's it's fun. Numbers, whatever. Up next, take a bow. I did not know about this song until I think like late last year, earlier this year, and it's like her highest number one, highest running number one. So random. Um, she worked with Babyface on this one. She sang this one like live, like a total of like ten times in her career. It's it's a beautiful song. 
I've always been in love with you. Next up is Erotica. Dun. Oh, Erotica slash Lucky Star. I love this version of Erotica. First of all, it's just, it was like Madonna kind of, you know, she, <coughs> excuse me. She has her moments. I'm trying not to smack. She has her moments where it's like, okay, a star is living. And I feel like this part, I feel like this song exudes that because this version of Erotica is like three, two different versions, a demo version, and then like a version that people never heard of. She just smashed it together. And made it work for like this disco dance record tour. Like that's like kind of the kind of stuff like people do now in a sense. In a sense. Like nobody's singing unruly songs like that anymore or at all. So I love that version. It's sexy. It's fun. It's dancey. It's one it's in a lifetime that I was not around for. Well, I wasn't, you know, aware of at the time. But that's like a once in a lifetime thing. And then after that, it goes into Lucky Star. Child. And then after that, it goes into Hunger. Baby, those are my, that's the trilogy. The trilogy right there. Lucky Star, you must be my lucky star. Because I shine on me. Nobody does a revamp old song and makes it new like Madonna. That's period, point blank. I Love New York, the live version from also the same tour, convention tour. Um, I became obsessed with this song also. Uh, she's like calling out George Bush and she's just having like the funnest time, the guitar solos. It, it's the crazy, kooky, corny lyrics. I love it. You must love... Where do we go from here? The next song is You Must Love Me from her Vita soundtrack, but not that version. I love the live version. Baby. Two times in a ballad where Madonna was serving vocals on a tour or like a tour DVD or whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You Must Love Me is one of them. And then from the Confessions Tour... I have a tale to tell. What is it? Live. Live to tell. Live to tell. Live to tell. I love those two. Those, those, she's serving vocals. Grammy, the Grammy for best pop vocal goes to Madonna. You must love me live. I love that version. And it's so short, it's sweet. We get to the point, we move on. Um, the next song, number two, on my favorite, top eight favorite Madonna songs. Hey, 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 hey. I love Girl Gone Wild. Girl Gone Wild is my fucking jam. Like, every time it plays, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I can't skip this. I gotta play Girl, Girl Gone Wild. I love that song. The backgrounds, 
the leads, the band, the disco track. It's like, that's one of my favorite songs from her ever. Okay, and then number one. Look, I'm a... I was trying to make this a diverse playlist. <laughs> I was trying to make this a diverse one, but, you know, the millennium in me... Millennium. The millennial... Um, post confessions, Madonna fan in me always, you know, prevails. Well, it's pretty diverse. There's American Pie, a little '90s would take a bow. Um, but number one is always gonna be TikTok. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> How does it go? Um. Hung up, whatever. I can't even think of how it goes. Every little thing that you say, oh, dude, I'm hung up. Ow! I'm hung up on you. Waiting for your car. <laughs> I adore hung That's my jam. That is my motherfucking jam. Don't play hung up if you don't want me to dance, nigga. Madonna, thank you for your beautiful songs. I didn't know her son, well, probably did, I just didn't realize. Her son and her are both of the same Zodiac sign. His birthday is like a couple of days ago or something. Her birthday was Tuesday, I believe. I'm getting to this late, I know. But I just have to celebrate Mazana. And let's even, okay, wait. Hung Up is amazing. Happy birthday, Mazana. Um, you know who really got me into Mazana? AJ from YouTube, where she just like went through like, I think, I want to say like 95% of Madonna's catalog and just gave her like raw opinion and I'm like listening and, okay, that sounds good. Okay, I'm gonna go listen to that. Oh my God, add this to the playlist. I, yeah, my Madonna playlist is very chaotic. (laughs) Um, it's called Madge on... Spotify, if you can find it. Um, yeah. I love my my Madonna moments. Because I was like, oh, I haven't listened to Madonna in a minute. Because I've been listening to Renaissance um, for like three weeks now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I need to break it up. Go listen to something else. I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to Madonna. And you know what I really like? I really like Madonna's sappy songs. I really love Rebel Heart. I really love Messiah. Anytime I got a photograph. Joan of Arc. I love Joan of Arc. Messiah. Um, Heartbreak City. I love. It's not Jay-Z or Beyonce. It's not Lil Wayne. It's not Nikki or Lil Wayne. I love Illuminati. It's like everybody in this part. Don't get me started. Okay. And then um, the. <laughs> and, and, um, what is it called? That baby sample, cry baby, some kind of sample she used to make that like ridiculous song. That is so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, but okay, let's move on to a little Beyonce real quick. Beyonce came out with the best remix ever. The best remix of Break My Soul. It's Beyonce's remix, the Queen's remix of Break My Soul. There's the Little Wayne, I mean, uh, Will I Am remix. There's the Honey Dijon remix. 
a bunch of remixes out there. Nothing tops the Queen mix. And you know what? It, it, it has Madonna in it. She uses the Vogue sample. Um, that's cool. It, it, I've talked about it, but I'm just like realizing like this week I realized, oh, wow. Because I've listened to that song so many times this week. I'm like, this is the best remix. I love the Queen remix. Um, Santi Go. Solange knows. Tierra Black. Ah! She's like screaming. You can like feel the screams. <laughs> oh, the Anita <laughs> Grace Jones. <laughs> she says Grace Jones and I think twice. And I'm like, girl, you gotta get somebody else another chance. <laughs> is Grace is Grace Jones gonna be in the music videos? Um, but wait, let me finish with the Queen's remix because I love Break My Soul, the Queen re- Queen's remix. The accentuation of certain vocals. I mean, the isolation of certain vocals, I think. I don't know if it's isolation. I don't know if some of them are isolated or they're like new vocals, which I really like. I adore. Right now, I really want a pork chop. I want a fried pork chop. I saw Rhoda Young live. If you are not, you know, abreast on the Dare Show podcast, I've been doing these like Rhoda Young live um, recaps. And I'm really like, she was eating a pork fried pork chop. I'm like, God damn. I need to get to Virginia and get a fried pork chop sandwich or something. But anyways, um, I don't know if there's like isolated vocals, new vocals, the like dramatic readings of these black women's names, the dramatic readings of the houses, House of Balenciaga, House of Lavange, House of Doja. Are those actual houses? Because she said Telfar, and she said Doja. And I'm like, is she, talk- is she shouting out Doja Cat and Telfar? By the way, I've been looking at Telfar bags ever since, like, this viral thing about this. somebody posted, like, after four years of using my Telfar bag, I have had to give it up. And people were like, you used it for four years. <laughs> um, those Telfar bags, like, they look basic and cheapy. Throw your tomatoes if you like. I don't know. I don't... I don't really, and I saw like a review or like an opening of one, and I'm like, hmm, I don't, I don't know about that. Shout out to them, shout out to y'all, you know, and then there's like the tiny ones, and then the bigger ones, they just look like, like suitcases. (laughs) Anyways, shout out to the Queen's remix, remix of... Maybe that'll be the song of the week. The Queen's mix of... Are the, is it the Queen mix or the Queen remix of Break My Soul? Go listen to that. Go buy that. Um, And then the Maserati. <laughs> like I said, I, I talked about this already, but I was like, she's showing so much personality in this album, especially in this remix song. If only she could do an interview. But anyways, she also had this song come out with um, the Easley Brothers. 
Ronald, Ronald Isley and the Isley Brothers called, oh, wait, what is that song called? Wait a minute. I think it's Say It Again, Girl. Make Me Say It Again. I believe it's called. That's what it's called. Oh, shit. Make Me Say It Again, Girl. I was about to sing it, but I couldn't really put my connectors together in my brain <laughs> to wire it to actually put some words and some music together so I can perform it for you. But I like the song. Um, at times, I like it more than others. At times, I find it boring. And then at times, I'm like, oh, my God, this is really good. Um, I'm sure they're gonna submit it for a Grammy because I believe the in the Grammy um submissions end next month sometimes. My birthday, oh my gosh, is in two weeks. We're almost out of the out of the thirty. I mean we're almost out of the twenties. Um, anyways. But I did not know okay, somebody said the song sampled no, 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 no. Somebody, like, come, like put side-by-side side the pictures, like, where we started or where we're at now kind of thing. And it was Second Nature by Destiny Child and then um, Make Me Say Make Me Say It Again, Girl, by the three of two of them, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, why are y'all reaching? What are y'all talking about? So then, like, the other day, I was like, let me go look and see what's going on. So I went and saw that Destiny Child sampled, or not sampled, or they're using the instrumentation of some Isley Brothers song on the song Second Nature, which is one of my favorite songs off of that first album. I don't like too many songs off that album. But Second Nature. I love Second Nature. And I did not know that it was Isley Brothers symbol. And I'm like, oh my God, how did they get this cleared? How did this like new girl group in the 90s on their first album get this song cleared by the Isley Brothers? Like, that's really incredible. Um, I remember, I think um, Ronald's was like, Ronald's, Ronald was like, Tina Knowles was like crying her face off when she heard the song because she was like, she listened to them, you know, she grew up with the kids listening to them. And now it's like a full circle moment. It must be really cool to be Beyonce's mom, actually. Or Beyonce's parents, you know. I noticed, um, and she she said this also, Tina said this also. I noticed, um, I don't know if I said this on a podcast, but I noticed she, Beyonce had like thanked her father which, you know, we haven't really seen in a very long time. Um, she thanked her father for, like, being, you know, the businessman again. Same old, same old stuff she thanks him for. And so I'm like, oh, so, you know, their relationship is really good now, which is really great because, you know, like, allegedly the child, the children. Oh, my God, we forgot she got some siblings. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, what was I saying? The siblings and him cheating on his wife, allegedly stealing money, and, you know, him being, you know, him taking her, not wanting him to be her, her manager after um, well, I Am Sasha Fiercer, which, okay, I could probably maybe be mad too because I'm like, we got you your biggest hit, honey. You got, you know, nine million sold, sweetie. <laughs> and now you want to fire me? <laughs> I 
I bet you that's what he said. <laughs> okay, so yeah, okay. I understand why you were bad, Matthew, but still, you may have to be so mean to her. I don't know what he did, but he was mean to her because she ended up writing, I care about you, nigga. Anyways. Oh, those were good Beyonce moments back in the day. We were piece of shit together. Watching behind the scenes stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, what's next? What else do I want to talk about? Um, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. She released a teaser for I'm That Girl. I don't know when this was. I think it was last week. Um, so I'm like, where are the rest? Where are the rest of the videos? I'm glad she isn't using that same, like, fast forward but we're singing to the lyrics like i'm visually fast forward but i'm singing to the lyrics um effect is it it's not the same effect but it's similar and it's a little different the one that we the one that she showed on the i'm that girl um teaser for the video i'm excited i don't i'm nervous and i'm excited everything looks hd and I'm like, I don't know if we're going to get, like, actual videos of her, like, from, like, doing, like, <laughs> what did I say, like, like, ten times? I don't know if we're going to get the actual videos of her, like a, like a regular video. I feel like every video had maybe one or two looks, three at the max. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. It looked controlled, like it was in a controlled environment. So that made me kind of like, and then that kind of made up, brought up like this like movie type situation. And then like some people are um, comparing the teaser to I'm That Girl to like WandaVision, if anybody watched that. Um, I don't know what the teaser was for. Like, give it to us. And then, like, how long are we going to wait? The last time this whole, like, teaser thing went on was Run the World. It was, like, these... I was looking up line. I was researching my memory. It was, like, these 20-second teasers over the span of, like, two weeks. <laughs> and then, like, even, like, the day of, it was pushed back a couple of hours because, allegedly, she was trying to, quote-unquote, perfect the video um, so, if we have to wait two weeks for these videos, like, we have a choice. It's just, like, I feel like it kind of lose momentum in a sense. In a sense. It's like, come on, put these fucking videos out. Shit. I'm that girl. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. Uh, are these gonna tell a story? And then, like, the, she, you know, she showed the, like teaser in a sense of the teaser of the teasers the teasers of the videos and it's like are these going is it going to be like a story are they just going to be like music videos are you going to is it like one like hour long situation there's no like um reports of any like netflix or hbo or hulu type situation deal going on so i'm guessing they're gonna go up like I don't know. It would be cool if it tells a story. I love a good story. Tell us a story, honey. The only song that... The only part that was confusing was... 
the like emotional looking video where she looked like she was crying. And it's like, girl, what you crying for? None of these songs have any like heaven, jealous, heavy emotions to them. They're all pretty like upbeat, fun, camp, homo. They're all pretty, you know, fun songs, upbeat dance songs. So it's just like uh, why you cry? The only song I think that we've all been like thinking of maybe it's heated that's, that the video is for, which is maybe like want to listen to the song even more. Have you guys heard heated? I love, I love the juxtaposition. It's not juxtaposition. I've been wanting to say this Juxta- juxtaposition, but it's not juxtaposition. It's like the polar, 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 polar opposites of. This song is so incredible at the end. And it's at the end, though. At the end, I think she's like, why is it like this? I'm winding one of my hips. She's like winding her hips or whatever. And it's like, wait, let me think. (laughs) Uh, She does like a girl who's winding. And she's like softly, sultrily, peacefully doing these like runs. And then, no, no, she repeats uh, wines like this or something. She repeats some word. I can't even think right now. She repeats some word, and then she's like, in the background. You can barely hear it. You got to really listen to it. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like going in on that part. And then there's the rap. Boom, cat, 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 cat. Uncle Johnny made my dress. Lock me up in Chanel dresses or whatever she says, right? And it's like the juxtaposition of her going so hard on this rap, being so soft on these like vocals. It's so crazy. It's so, it's, I love it. I, I love it. Um, when are the videos coming out? Beehive, let us know. On that moment, I'm going to take a water break. Wait, okay, we gotta get into this, because I just read this. So, I've been meaning to start, meaning to, like, well, I think I, no, I talked about Hold My Hand, like, two months ago or something, and told you I wasn't feeling it. And so, it started to play, like, on the radio at work, and so I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. I kind of like it, and I kind of find it so boring still, but I do kind of like it. Um, It's confirmed, I'm going to the Chromatic chromatic World great the chromatica tour and let me tell you i'm walking out with a song <laughs> i'm not here for it i'm not listening to that shit um that's my cue to go go to my car and run home so because i got a plane to catch in the morning um i just wanted to read you the reviews right quick because people the, her friends are still like i don't know it's, you know the job is the fans but i'm like fetch ain't happening honey let me wait. Let me. This is off of Wikipedia. Let me read you the charts. It's number one in Croatia. It's been number one in Croatia. Um, that's pretty much it. Number forty nine over here in America. Number nine on the contemporary charts. It has sold forty thousand units in Canada. So like nobody's really checking for the song. It was for the Top Gun Maverick movie whatever 
The song was written and produced by Gaga and Blood Pop as a love letter to the world during a very hard time. Okay, nobody cares. Okay, let me read you the reviews off of here because I screamed when I first read these. And I agreed with them because I screamed. Um, Somebody called it a triumph of bomb bombist. Finds Lady Gaga cutting loose as a vocalist. Oh, never mind. I didn't want to read that one because that's not true at all. Hold My Hand was mildly, mildly underwhelming. Bloated and saggy. For a song, the artist claims to, she's been perfecting for years. Ooh, this is shade. Perfecting for years. Hold My Hand struggles to take flight. It's called a middle, middling ballad, which um, deemed it a tepid song. Tepid is an adjective. I'm not going to read all that. Um, so, basically, the reviews are, girl, go home with that shit. And then, <laughs> here we go again. I just read this. Um, at the end of the show, she sings, Hold My Hand. And somebody says, a critic says, as the final song of the show, saying it felt like a misstep and a little flat as a way to end the night. Though others highlighted Gaga's soaring vocal during the song and found it to be an exceptional encore, the Guardian's Craig, Michael Craig, who was dismissive about the studio version of the song, thought that during the concert, it just makes sense. Taken out of the film's context and plonk into the soaring stadiums and morphs into a song about Gaga's favorite topic, her relationship with her fans. Promise me you hold my hand, she sings. Okay. Okay. And she holds this, like, giant hand. I screamed when I found out she was singing this song. Because I'm like, girl, nobody's checking for this song. But, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do out here in the streets. You gotta you gotta work it, dip it, make it eat, love it, live it, whatever. I just wanted to uh, let y'all know what's going on with Hold My Hand. <laughs> so, that was the last piece of music talk. I want to talk about Married to Madison right quick. Because I've been wanting to say this for a couple of weeks now. With Anila. Anila, one of the new newer castmates. It's just her storyline about her um, letting Miss Gomez go and her not being able to take care of her two kids. Girl, you got two kids. Um, it's giving like story, fake storyline because you got two kids. She's she's a blogger, whatever that means. She's on Instagram or something. I don't know, but. She's like, acting like she can't take care of these two kids and do, like, work. And I'm like, I think both of your kids go to school. And school is at least, like, six hours a day. Maybe five. Okay, five to six hours a day. Because they're small kids. You can't work during that time and get your house together during that time. I, I, it's not clicking. It's just not clicking. Because I'm just like, you got two kids. One is on the iPad. The other one is, you know, having a temper tantrum. Or whatever. Hire somebody. Come into this house. Clean the house. If that's the issue. But, I mean, like, you could take care of these kids. It's just, it's coming off of, like, you look stupid. <laughs> And I'm sick of these fake storylines. 
on these shows. Um, that's probably not all I wanted to say, but that's all I can think of right now that I want to say about Anila and her, like, struggling, quote-unquote, struggling to... Like, girl, you have, like, a three... You have, like, a $10 million house, and you can't take care of two kids. It ain't mathing, all right? Thank you for listening to the Dare Show podcast. I want to thank you for subscribing. I want to thank you for commenting. And on that note, I'm out of here because... I don't know. I'm just out of here. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, where else? Not Apple Music, Apple Podcast, YouTube. That's all. RG, my love money tonight. And I have this fierce single that Sammy McKinney and these little guys put together, baby. I got a single that'll make you jump up and dance. And if you can't dance to that, you got a hole in your soul, okay? Mm. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Dare Show. This is the Dare Show. We on the Dare Show. We stunning Dare Show um, podcast. So, anyways. I'm not in a quiet environment today. I am working from remote. Um, I want to start the podcast off with a really disgusting video. I mean, uh, disgusting... What the hell is that? Oh, gosh. A disgusting story. So, I was in the store yesterday. Oh, my God! Okay, why do they decide to do this when I'm recording? Like, what the hell? Why are they driving like this? Um, yesterday I was in the store and I was coming home. Well, I was in the store. Oh, God, let me not swallow this. Cough drop. Um, I was in the store and what happened in the store? I'm leaving the store and there's like these, um, ladies, these female, these, like, teenagers probably, a part of like I think like a dance team or something, and so their leader. Or I don't know. She, I don't think she was a leader. I think she was just like, "Hey, I have a dance team too." Because I heard her talking when I was leaving. Like, "Oh, I have a dance team." The lady was like, "They were doing these kicks." No, 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 no. I think the lady was doing the kicks. If my memory serves me correctly, and so. She was doing these kicks, and then there's this old black guy in front of me. I don't know. There's an old black guy in front of, in the front, behind him with somebody, and then I'm behind that somebody. We're trying to get leave. And homeboy's like, no, I want to see the kicks. I want to see the kicks. And he's like, the lady's like, uh, you're, you have people behind you. You need to go. Like, move. And so I'm like, okay, not thinking about anything of it. So I... Once he gets outside, he's, like, looking for somebody to talk to. Somebody to say, they were doing some kicks in there, and I wanted to see. I wanted to see it. You know, old man like me, we don't usually get a lot of action or whatever. Something like that. And I was just like, oh, my God, men are disgusting. You want to watch these little girls do some kicks? Where are the cops? Because while I was walking in there, there was a cop leaving. He should have stayed around for a little perv dude. That was so disgusting. I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're so nasty. And you're like, in, you're in Brookshire. You're in Brookshire's acting nasty. 
anyways, I just wanted to say that. Also, I am recovering from the COVID. Last week, I, I had this great, um, what is this shit? I had this great compliment saying, you know, the podcast is so good there, shot. I was like, thank you. It was the COVID creeping into my system. Um, I went and got a test, so hopefully I'm negative today, but the way these voice issues are going, it sounds like, um, what do I want to say? Garcelle, why did you, Garcelle and, what's her name? Kyle, why don't y'all just lock up your children's accounts? Like, let's go back to when children's accounts were locked on Instagram. Because I guess people are bullying or saying really nasty, heinous things towards uh, Garcelle and Kyle's kids. I think specifically Garcelle. So now everybody's, like, putting out statements and stuff. And it's like, okay, can it be genuine? Why does it have to have, like, the Bravo moniker at the the bottom of this uh, the the screen or whatever hopefully i can make it through this podcast because <coughs> i feel like to be able to talk is a blessing and i'm not there yet um what else is new sorry i didn't mean, i meant to turn that off um what else um 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 Nicki minaj sticky minaj she is has the number one song in the country after Break My Soul has ended its two week reign. It probably could go back up, but well, you never know these days. Um, Nicki Minaj has the number one song in the country, and Nobody liked that song. Like, when it first came out, nobody was talking about it. And still nobody really talking about it. But somehow, it debuted at number one. Which is so weird. Wait, I have my notes. Because the conspiracy is conspiracy, conspiring. Um, first of all, Dr. Luke produced a track. Somebody was like, Dr. Luke's... Um, Prominence, Dr. Luke, who was, um, who Kesha and I think Lady Gaga might have even, no, I think she said it wasn't him, raped Kesha, um, a predator in the industry. Kesha say he, Kesha says she raped him. He raped her. I mean, what else do we? I think uh, he worked a lot with. A lot of, like, the early 2000s, mid-2000, like, 2009, 2000, up to, like, 2015, 16, something like that. And so, like, even now, they're, like, somebody was, like, on Twitter, Dr. Luke's prominence in the industry is very disturbing, which it definitely is. Um, oh, it's about to swallow that shit. Oh, my God. But he produced the um, the track, which is interesting. It went to number one so fast. I'm just like, how did this fuck, did this go number one so fast? But Break My Soul 
took a month to go number one when it clearly was a hit. It was clearly going number one. Just a little thought. What else? It was not a great response. Nobody liked the song. Everybody was like, this song sucks. The reviews... <coughs> Excuse me. The reviews are like, this song sucks. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. And then I think, yeah, earlier this on Sunday. Excuse me. On Sunday, um, she will be getting the Nicki Minaj. We'll be getting the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. So everybody, so it's just like, boom, 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 boom. I'm not saying, like, if it was a good song, I'm not saying, okay, Nicki Minaj, she has a couple number ones already. We love Nicki Minaj to an extent, but, like, nobody's checking for Freak with Rick James. The review, That one review was like, this song sucks. You know, she's trying to keep going with that, like, sample thing that she's been doing, like, Anaconda worked really well that's the only song I can think of that I had like a sample but yeah I don't know oh my gosh did I write this down speaking of Rick James let's talk about let's talk about Irv Gotti so I'll probably talk about Irv Gotti I think I meant to watch it last night, but I forgot. So I could talk about it fully today. The third part of Irv Gotti. His, excuse me, his, um, what am I trying to say? His documentary on BET, Murder, Inc., Doc. That's the, that's the hashtag name. <laughs> 